you're tired of the standard business and marketing fundamentals, frameworks, and funnels, <laughs> you need a little mischief. Get ready to turn up the volume on the CEO Mischief Maker podcast, where you access conversations with seasoned business owners who have smashed through mindset barriers, innovated the standard boring business and marketing playbooks, and executed future-paced strategies with bleeding-edge tools and tactics to micro-fail their way into massive success and growth. We are Mindset Impact Strategic Catalysts, helping innovative entrepreneurs focus. We are CEO Mischief Makers. Ready to make a little mischief? I get to share an incredible human with you. I really can't wait to dive into this person's world. Sierra Lewick, welcome to the conversation. Thank you, MK. I'm excited to be here. Yes, we are going to dive in because I know you've done some pretty cool stuff. So since today's Monday and we are talking about mindset, tell me what is one of the biggest mindset shifts you have had to make in your life to start on this road to entrepreneurial success? Well, it's no surprise to you because we've had a conversation before, but for anyone who's listening for the first time, my husband and I have been entrepreneurs since we were kids and we didn't just start off wildly successful. We had a lot of trial and error. We had no mentorship in the beginning. And I guess there's a couple different mindset shifts. So one of them is actually taking the time to invest into mentorship. It has been a really big thing that I didn't realize I needed in the beginning. And since I've done that, the growth has just been absolutely exponential, not just in monetary means. So not just financially, but also with just personal growth, with how I show up for my family, with how I show up for friends, with how I show up for my business, all of that, like leadership growth, all of that. So that's one thing on the other side of that is, I, I don't know how much I shared about my story with you before, but my husband and I, we have five kids and he's not our oldest, but he's our firstborn son. And when he was 11 years old, we discovered he had a brain tumor. And it was during the time that we were going through visiting the hospital all the time, the way we discovered it, he was cooking, picked up a hot pan and ended up getting second and third degree burns on his hands. And so he had to have four skin graft surgeries. He had a brain surgery. Like it was a really hard year and it was the year before COVID. <laughs> so in the midst of all of that, I remember that there was this one moment where, you know, I would go in my closet and cry because when you go through trauma, like it's just, it's really hard to deal with everyday things in life. It's really hard to make yourself get up and do the work to make yourself get up and, you know, stay as a leader for people. And I actually did quit everything for about two months, but about two months into it, I just, one day I was out there talking to my kids. I was trying to like help my son not be depressed and not be so upset. I mean, he was in pain all the time. And I came back out one day and I was just like, you know, you guys can do and be whatever you want in life as long as you pursue it with all your might. And then it just hit me like a punch to the gut that I wasn't doing that myself. And it was in that moment that I realized I had to show my kids firsthand if I really wanted them to be able to experience that in life. And so with that, I would say one of the biggest mindset shifts was just learning how to keep my vision in front of me and stay the course even though traumatic things were happening, even though negative things were coming my way. And I think a lot of people, when, as soon as a storm comes, they lose, they lose where they're going. Like they lose their compass. 
And so it's like making sure that you have that North star, making sure that you have that vision and that compass in front of you. That's probably been one of the biggest things that helped me actually to create success through the trauma, because I actually launched my business two months or not two months, two weeks after my son's brain surgery, and then took on my first client have grown to multiple six figures in the last couple of years. And I mean, I could have let the trauma stop me, but I learned how to work through that and how important it was to have that North star and that vision in front of you. Wow. So two things to that. I agree. We could, we can let things, and (laughs) I don't, I don't think anyone who has kids would discount or judge you at all for choosing to, to pull back because when your kid's in pain, you can't describe that to anyone. You can't, it's, it's, it's you, you would take it on when you're in pain. Yeah. You would take it on if you could. You're like, I can handle it. But when your kid's in pain, it's like, it's like your heart is, I, this is the way I describe it is that it's like your heart's outside of your body and anyone can do anything that they want to it. And you can't stop the pain from happening. Yeah. All yeah. you can do is just be there to support. So, you know, a couple of things. Number one, you mentioned having a mentor, having someone to in your corner to be able to help guide you and to to help you be the leader that you need to be. And then secondly, to have that North Star, to understand what you're trying to show the world and your family. So let's back up just a minute and tell us, tell us a little bit about what you do now. Oh yeah. I mean, that's kind of important, huh? So if you've ever been in a Facebook group that's either spammy or dead or only the admin get attention, I'm the person that they call in whenever they want to build a highly engaged community where people enjoy being sold to, they love referring other people just like them, and they they never want to leave. They just love it so much that they never want to leave. And the only reason, just on a side note, the only reason that we focus on Facebook groups and not any other kind of community-based platforms is just because Facebook is the best user-friendly platform out there that does a lot of the work for you. So that's the only reason the strategies that I have, I actually learned and developed in local communities first before we took them to the online world. And I've been doing this for roughly two decades now. I have a lot of people. So if anyone watches this on video, I have a lot of people who question my age and they're like two decades. Come on. Were you like five when you started? But no, I'm, I'm in my thirties, my late thirties, and I've got five kids. My oldest is about to turn 16. So, but yeah, so I've been doing this for about two decades, just working, started with local communities about 14 years ago, jumped into the online world before Facebook groups even existed. And so we've worked on lots of different platforms and by far Facebook's the best. Wow. So mindset, especially when you have to deal with something that's happening with your kids, it's, uh, we've already said, you, you can't imagine an, until it's happening. Let me ask you this, in your ability to keep that North Star, are you able to separate out business and personal, or do you have them kind of melded in together? So at the end of the day, you could lose your business. At the end of the day, you could lose your job. At the end of the day, you could lose all your clients. So if your North Star is only your business, it's a pretty crappy North Star. No offense to anyone who's been doing that. Like, I mean, now's a great time to redevelop it. But the idea is that it's like your life is more than your job. Your life is more than your work. 
it's all about who you are and that personal growth and that development, what really drives you. Because I, I like to put it this way. It's like at the end of the day, when you're laying your head down at night, even if you're married or you have a significant other and you're laying down in bed next to somebody or you're snuggling your kids or whatever, as you are falling asleep, you are alone in your thoughts and it's just you. And you have the opportunity in that moment to either be proud of yourself or disappointed in yourself every single day. And you're the one who has to face that music. You're the one who's alone in your thoughts. Nobody else can see that except you. And nobody else is ever going to care about your dreams as much as you. So when it comes to that North Star and whether I separate business or personal, I make sure that my business supports my personal vision. And I also try to do that for my team as well. And we actually just did this exercise again with our team. We do it at least once a year, but we ask our team like what their personal values are for their role, what's really important to them. And then we make sure that their position in the company aligns with that because that's what's going to get them to stay long-term. If we have a really great team and we want them to stay long-term is making sure that whatever is important to them, that this role is actually supporting them in that, that they do have opportunity for growth. And so the same thing for me in my business, as soon as my business does not support my myself, my family, my vision for the future, then I will find another business. But if you're building your own business, why on earth would you build a business that doesn't support that, right? Yeah, definitely. Dive into that a little bit more for me. Tell me how in the world, you said two weeks after your son had surgery, you started your business. What made you decide that in the midst of that turmoil and trauma? What made you say, you know, I think I'm going to start a business and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this other thing with Facebook groups. Take me through that mindset shift in the midst of that trauma. So like, if we want to get really down to the nitty gritty of timelines and stuff like that, my son actually had all the stuff start happening in, I want to say it was 2019. It was the summer of 2019. And about two months into that, the story that I shared earlier about like going into my closet and crying and coming out and being that motivational speaker and realizing that impact, because I'd had about two months of just quitting everything. And that was the moment I was like, you know what? I'm going to pursue my business. I'm going to prove to my kids that it's possible. I'm going to pursue my dreams. I had wanted since I was about 17 years old to have like, I wanted to be an international business manager. I remember I was sitting on the couch with my granddad and he looked over at me and he was like, well, what are you going to go to school for? And, and I was like, I'm going to do international business management. And he looks at me and he goes, we'll see. And <laughs> I remember that so vividly because in my mind, I saw it as a challenge and I was like, I was like, oh, I'll show you. I ended up not pursuing that at the time because I got married at 18, started having kids at 20, became a stay-at-home mom for the majority of my kids' childhood. And then it was just in that moment with my son and coming out and telling my kids that. And, you know, again, just trying to push them to pursue their dreams that I realized that I'd given up on mine. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. And I had actually joined another like course of some sort, you know, lots of people have like, they're addicted to buying courses. I was one of those people. And I had a course that I had started and then stopped. It was one of those things I quit. And so I started going back into the course and I really tried it. And I held my first like online event, paid online event. And I had three people show up. So I wasn't like hugely successful right out the gate. And I think I made less than $300. And out of those three people who showed up, one was my mom. <laughs> one was my aunt that my mom paid for. 
and the other person was somebody that I met in the program. And so, you know, I wasn't, wasn't wildly successful right out the gate, but that was the winter before my son's brain surgery. So at that point he'd already had two skin graft surgeries, but I was just trying. And then I was consuming everything I could possibly find on YouTube that just really resonated with me. I was watching so much content. And then my mom ended up buying me a book and I was like, okay, mom, thanks for the book. And then I got the book and it was a quick read. I read it. It was like the first year that I really started reading books instead of just listening to content and learning, I started reading. And so I was really proud of myself for reading it. I got really irritated that I didn't have my own copy because I just borrowed it from my mom. And so I went to purchase the book and that put me into their funnel. And then I found these amazing mentors. And it was funny because I'd read the book and I was consuming all this stuff on YouTube, but I didn't know that they had programs or anything like that. And I remember in January, and this is one thing that I always tell people is your words are extremely powerful. And so in January, I was listening to the person and I was like, I'm going to be mentored by this guy someday. And when I went to go purchase the book, two days later, I was on a phone call. And that very next Monday, so it was a Friday, I was on a phone call that very next Monday, I was paying like the most money I'd ever spent on a mentor, $10,000 to jump into this program. I paid in full. And anyways, I jumped into the program and this was, this was roughly two weeks after my son's brain surgery. And I told my husband at the time, because I was making $0 a month before that, I told my husband at the time, I was like, if I could just learn the skills to be able to make the monthly payments on this credit card, like it would be worth it because, you know, as a stay at home mom, a lot of times, you know, spouses, parents, whatever, we want to support and supplement the income. And we try all these odd jobs. Like I, I made lots of different craft items. I think I, I did wreaths for the holiday at one point. I did quilting. I tried babysitting and nannying and house cleaning and, you know, personal chef kind of stuff. Like I did like all these little odd jobs all the time because I wanted to supplement income. And I was like, if I could just find something that's more sustainable and actually starts building a real business with real income, like it would be worth it. And I actually picked up my first client about a month and a half into the program. And I remember I, I charged 3,800 at the time. And that first like $1,900, like I was just stupid excited. I collected that on a toupee and I was like, babe, it's real. It's happening. And I ended up, I was able to buy myself a car for the first time in my life. I'd always had to have a co-signer in the past. And so I went out and was able to get my own car after that. And my growth was exponential, by the way. I didn't just like get a $3,800 client and go buy a car. That's not, that's not how yeah. it happened. It was like a $1,900 a month and then $7,700 a month and then $12,000 a month and then $20,000 a month. And that was like my first four months in business. And, and then it just continued to grow over time. In my first six months in business, we hit a hundred thousand. And so now we've obviously it's been two and a half years. So we've done multiple six figures and I've been on that pursuit of growth. But yeah, I you know what? I'm so sorry. I don't even remember the question. <laughs> yeah, no, you covered it. You got it because it it's really that drive, once you taste it, especially once you get a mentor and you have someone you really do believe in, and they are actually showing you how to do things, and you actually implement them and realize, oh my goodness, this actually works. And it isn't that all of a sudden they just give you this, this framework, and then you just implement it completely, exactly every word for word, exactly the way they say, and then it just all of a sudden works, and you're making millions of dollars. That's not the way it works. We're going to talk about that 
in our next conversation because we're going to transition into this whole innovation idea. So I want to we'll, we'll dive in more, especially into that first framework that you hired. But in terms of this this mindset, once that you you put the key in and you unlock that door to possibility, nothing is the same because you can't you can't close that door again. You can't shrink back down to pre mindset shift. It just isn't possible. Once you open that up and you learn and you understand, you can't go back. And so all you do is unlock the next door and the next door and the next door, right? I mean, this isn't, you didn't just just do this one mentorship and this one mindset shift, and now everything is perfect and rosy and beautiful and, and you've, you've changed your life forever just with that one mindset shift. That was the yeah. first, right? There have yeah. been many since then. Am I right? Yeah, this is my this is my princess movie, you know? I did that and then like it was just happily ever after, right? No, and actually while you were talking, I was reminded of it's a it's a dream process that I think a lot of people might resonate with. Do you mind if I share? Oh, please. So sometimes people will have a dream and in the dream, they're crawling through a tunnel or they're walking down an alley or they're on a path. And then all of a sudden it just gets narrower and narrower. And it's like the walls are just starting to close in around you. And I think that that's exactly what she's talking about here is that when you have dreams like that, you're feeling internally the need to break out and grow to the next level. And you don't fit in the old box anymore. And you have to allow yourself to expand. And so I love that. I just wanted to provide that visual aid with that. I love what you were sharing a second ago. Yes, absolutely. All right, people, (laughs) if this didn't give you enough incentive to hang on until Wednesday, I don't know what will, because the next thing we're going to do is dive into that mentorship, another one, wherever Sierra wants to go with how she was able to innovate, because I'll tell you that's That's the next key is to take that mindset shift. Now look at what the the framework is that you want to actually use to impact people in their lives and how you personalize that. So Sierra, thank you. And we'll uh, we'll see you in a couple of days. Okay, hold on. If your mindset was shifted, you were inspired to innovate and you were spurred into action. Don't just move on with your day. Focus, my friend, and take a few minutes to visit ceomischiefmaker.com to learn more about the value that was shared with you today. Please act now and create some CEO mischief of your own.